This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, welcome back in, history lovers. It's our little show, our podcast show, as some of our friends here at lineupmedia.fm call them. Isn't that redundant? Yes, it is. Okay. You've been a guest on that podcast show before. But this is This Day in History. You can follow us on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, are they following us? Yes, they are. Oh, good. Backslash this day in history. Follow us on Twitter at History Podcast. And of course, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet. We're all over the map. Easy to find this day in history podcast. Today, Armand, we break down the events of the 6th of March. Yes, yes. Break, I'm sorry, the 5th of March. The 5th of March. them. Yes, 5th. You're crumbling a little yourself. Well, you know what? Here's what I learned about March 5th. Yes. Apparently, a lot of people took this day off during history. Well, just because you couldn't find anything uh, So I'm, I'm interested to see what you found. Well, I don't know. Some interesting things uh, happened. Well, I have one right out of the gate. All right. 1616. Right. Now, you and I are both big fans of science. <laughs> I think we're both big fans you of science. You believe this. in global warming. You're not a fan of science. Yeah. You can't be both. Uh-huh. Uh, there it is. That took him a full minute That's and right. 30. I'm having a nice debate. To on, get is... into his global warming. Why again, why don't you do a podcast on it? I'm sure you'll have lots of listeners. Uh, Nicholas Copernicus, a scientist. Uh, his book, which I love the titles of these old books, Armand. It's so great. On the revolutions of the heavenly spheres. What revolutions? What, what taxation without representation? What, what what were they revolting against? I don't know what the heavenly spheres were revolting yeah, this against. This is all nonsense, of course. We all know that but, the sun hold on. revolves around the earth. Uh-huh. That's what causes global warming. What do you think the flat earthers think? Well, well, if, as long as they don't believe in global warming, they're okay. Oh, they are. I the, think that's more likely than global warming. The flat earth. That's correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've... Your sarcasm is, is noted, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Ptolemaic school. So anyway. Per, per, what does it say in the Bible? That's all it counts. Oh, really? I don't think it says anything in the Bible, does it? About the earth being flat? Yeah. No, yeah. about the sun and Revol- revolving no. around the earth. No, of course I think it does. It doesn't. Uh, but anyway, this book, again, which I love, On the Revolutions of the Heavenly Spheres, which at first glance I thought was a book about something else, and turns out it's about science. Uh, something sexual is added to the index of forbidden books well i'd like to see that index. now see exactly there's your story because even in 1616 to get a bestseller you know what you needed you needed the book to get banned yeah well you can't see once you ban it everybody wants to read it it's forbidden so it's it's banned 73 i think i'd rather read tropic of cancer by henry miller what about capricorn i'll get to that okay one at a time, huh? Which one comes first? I think Tropic of Cancer first. The, 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 uh, no one ever mentions Tropic of Capricorn. Well, maybe it's maybe it was, well, that's Southern Hemisphere stuff. They don't fuck down there. Oh please, you're, you, that's you're, a flat Earth. There's no such he- thing as a Southern Hemisphere. You're a heathen. Uh, Seventy-three years after it, it's all published, right. how about that? We all know this is a heliocentric model of the. Uh, well, the, the church didn't like it much. Well, I don't either. 
course, that's we're course stuck you, with it. Of course you do. You love the heliocentric. Right, we'll get to science later. We'll All talk right, about Venus. Uh, oh well, we got a lot of and, uh, venaria, soft gamma repeaters, venaria uh, coming up. Minus the L, venaria, venaria. Yeah, it's the Soviet probes. I think it's venera, isn't it? Venera. Yeah, okay. you got a syllable in there. Well. I don't, I don't. Yeah, you speak Russian because you're, yeah, you're, you're 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 a Russian. Yeah, put you Mayu. Seventeen seventy. This is the day that. Uh, oh yeah. One of the names that we all learned in elementary school. I doubt that they learn it anymore. This is me saying that. I I doubt they learn this name anymore. But I will tell you, I live not far from a street named after this guy. Yeah, uh, why is he so special? Just because he's half black. You you go catch a bullet. You, well, we'll, I mean, there are five other people yeah, died too. Five Americans, yeah, including yeah. including Crispus Attucks, fatally shot by British troops. And of course, this and you know, Boston this Massacre over. is going to contribute to the outbreak of the American Revolution about five years later. I thought it was an Ebola outbreak. No, all right, look, it was not. Th- here we go. This, this was all about taxes, of course. Yes, it was. Boy, I wish we... We need a Crispus Attucks in this in this day and age. Elizabeth Warren and these other lunatics and their 70-80% tax. On the rich. Progressive on, on tax the rich, on the rich. Yeah, anybody making over hundred grand, that's rich. No, no, no. It's oh, a little really? higher than that. Is it? Yes, it is. Bullshit. Okay. I've seen it. I know it. So that's, well, okay. okay. It's, all right. Well, you pay it. I'll be I'll be happy to pay that 70% tax when I start making that kind of money. Anyway, there's Hugh White. Uh, he's guarding the king's. The, the, he's a British, uh, I think he's a private, actually. We're in downtown Boston, yeah, right? he's right guarding. Right. What is with that thing? Oh, the screen's just. a strobe light yeah, here. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's guarding this uh, this booty for the king, and uh, apparently uh, they started throwing snowballs at him or something. Not snowballs. Yeah, they got a little pissed off at him, and he bayoneted somebody, and then, then all hell broke loose. And then um, the, uh, the uh, regulars showed up. Captain Preston and his boys showed up. And Were they decked out in the full well, British I mean, yeah. red coat, the whole deal? I don't know about that. In the okay. middle of winter, I guess they had something on. But uh, Anyway, they uh, started firing and killed five people, including, including uh, addicts. And, of course, in the... Uh, uh, investigation they were they were arrested by the way yeah and given due process what we would call i guess because uh, mm-hmm. john adams defended them and got them off yeah he did so that just goes to show american that adams just- was a good attorney good old-fashioned american justice which i don't i'm not surprised i'm surprised you seven six years later the uh the uh general howe actually uh evacu on this date evacuated it's- boston I don't know why you omitted that. Well, we haven't got there yet. You yeah, can, but it's not on here. You can mention it. I just You did. can mention it. 1776. Yep. Howe says, you know what, Boston, all these mass holes, we're done with you. We're out. Well, yeah. Uh, well, General Howe, actually, I think uh, he was the artillery guy. I think he, he, mm-hmm. was, like the, the, he was on our side, and he... Uh, lined up all the gun on the uh, guns artillery guns they i think they got them from canada or somewhere and put them on the heights didn't they bring them down from ticonderoga yeah right from ticonderoga which i guess at that time would have been canada right it was vermont it technically, could, could have been. technically anyway yeah. but anyway yeah. that's oh, where it's they got way them. the hell up the hudson i'll the tell fort, you that yeah. yeah and uh who am i getting how was our guy right was general Howe? no he was british right I, who was our guy i always thought how was british yeah then who uh I should look that up. You it's should. been a long time since See, I read about before that. Before you get on but the I history show, Armand, you should probably know your history. Uh, but yes, and it's he, funny it's how things. It's all. It's funny how things like. Was as we've done this show over the years, it's funny how these things, like, the anniversary dates, are are, are something else happens. Yeah, it, it, it's just weird that way. And you uh, neglect it all. 
1836. This is a big one in my I opinion. Guess, yeah. I think so. The first production model revolver, 34 caliber, patented. The award goes to one Samuel Colt. Yeah, good for him. How'd you love to have one of those 34 early Colts? 34 caliber. Yeah. Hmm, okay. I don't. Well, I'd sell it if I had it. Boy, those. You get a Colt. Hey, you know I'm me. I'm pro gun control. Nobody should have a gun. <laughs> it's horrible. You get you get one of those early Colts, man. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have a Flying Jenny stamp, or a, what's that? The upside down Flying Jenny or whatever. That's the one that's worth all the money. Either that or uh, yeah. Spider Man One. Whatever. Oh, well, that you can you can have your no. Colt. Yeah. No, if you, if you collect Inver, all, inverted Jenny, that's what they inverted call it. Jenny. There yeah, you go. The inverted Jenny. Um, if oh, you, if you no, if you collect if you collect uh, firearms and the thousands yeah, of people we have, do. Uh, Chris collects them apparently. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it's a, a treasure piece if you can get a Colt from what the imagine. eighteen. I imagine they're pretty rare. Well, even the eighteen eighties, nineties, early nineteen hundreds. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big. I'm telling you, it's a big deal. I mean, it's the revolver. I don't know. I'd rather have the Shroud of Turin. What are you going to do with that when someone attacks sell you? Sell it. Sell it. Sell it for what? I think I have it, actually. Anybody want to buy it? 20 bucks. Cheap. Why don't you lay down on a white muslin cough? Uh, uh, I got a Gutenberg Bible for sale. And, I I, all kinds of and stuff. I'll pour some coffee over you while we put the tarp over you, that that muslin co- uh, cloth or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, so you, uh, you're a doubter, huh? You're a heretic. You yeah, I, I don't think there's any. Didn't they do? Then they do. A, they have reproduced. They have uh, repro- carbon fourteen testing. They have on reproduced it. Yeah, and well, come. So if they can reproduce it. I can incredible too. Incredible results in in reproducing it using non mechanical. Yeah. Even that's just that's because God doesn't want them to know. That's all. It's God's will. Yeah, the carbon dating yeah, I think came right. back from the twelve or thirteen hundreds. That's heathen shit, there, boy. All right, seven that goes for argon. Eighteen seventy-two. Think argon. What Big invention. George Westinghouse. The air brake. One. Yeah. Some. I was trying to read a, read up on this. This uh, is big. I mean, it sounds like you know. Apparently, oh, oh, oh. Well, this is no, big. It's big. I just I was trying to figure out why it was such a big deal. Cause I know they had air brakes before this, but apparently his air brake. Somehow you can't have a runaway train because it's like a, a I don't know like a negative feedback or something. It locked the, the cars. It. it, it um, yeah. Yeah. It anyway. locks it all down, creating obviously on the rails, between the rails and the wheels, yeah, squealing tires. Such friction that the train is going to come to a stop. Hmm. Okay. Now, when you do that, though, I've also heard you basically are going to ruin. You you're going to ruin your equipment. You're probably going to ruin the tracks. Okay. So a whole what? bunch. Yeah. See runaway train. That's a good, good, yeah, a good, a one. good movie. You're talking yeah. about that Denzel Washington one from a couple years no, ago? No, that's a remake. The old one with um, uh, John Voight and uh, Eric Roberts and Rebecca De Mornay. It's good. Yeah, okay. 1984. 84? Based, uh, based on a story by Akira Kurosawa, by the way. Aren't all movies at some point based on a story no, by that guy? No. Uh, Seems like it. Seems like it. spaghetti on... westerns. Well, <laughs> <laughs> only Sergio Leone movies. That's true. Uh, 1912. Oh, did you see Andre Previn died? Did he? Yeah. Too bad. 89. Well, I had a good run. Four Academy Awards. They had a good run. Yeah, 89. Did. Fantastic, yep. Andre. Uh, in 1912, Italian forces are, and this is another big one. Oh, boy. The, you would think. They yeah. are the first to use airships for military purposes, employing them for reconnaissance behind Turkish lines. Oh, you would think they used it to. Uh, I've, got to di- I've got to dispute this. I don't think this is the first time that an airship 
My definition of an airship is anything that you can put up in the air. Weren't they using balloons in the Civil War with a guy in a basket to try to look at lines? Maybe even Crimea, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Well, if if I know the Italians, this is all to surrender. You know, this is to drop leaflets. Don't don't to shoot. (laughs) Now, a powered airship, different story. Yeah. So I I don't want to give all all the credit to the Italians. But yeah, they flew a plane up and they did some recon and they... They saw, wow, this works really I'd well. Rather give, I'd rather give the Italians a credit, though, than the French, if that's who it is. Lumiere, well, the French the, did a lot with the Montgolfier balloons. Montgolfier brothers, right. whoever those guys. Okay. Uh, Armand's favorite. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, shit. So I take okay. you to 1933, Armand? Yeah. Now, I got a few things to say about this. I'm interested to hear what you say, because <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot to unpack on this next one, folks. The President of the United States on this day yeah. in 1933. Now, keep in mind, he's been president at this point. For a day. Did we decide that? Was it March 4th? That when, or, why yeah. did I think it was March 5th? I got to look that up. So, but right, let's anyway, it's March 4th. He, he is fresh to office. Yes, it is. He immediately declares a bank holiday across the United States where banks uh, and financial uh, uh, institutions, well, again, yeah. in 1933, that's a bank, uh, but they freeze all financial transactions. All right, here again. Grind it to a halt. Yeah, well, <laughs> Okay, FDR. Let's let's let me give you some background on this. About twelve days before this, uh, Hoover. I mean, there's a, there's some ima- Im- some horrible runs on banks, and they're closing down left and right by the hundreds in the day every day. Okay, so I believe it was February seventeenth. Hoover can do nothing about it. it can I ask you a question on that? Yeah. Um, so Hoover, yeah. he's got a real conundrum at the end of his presidency, and I'm not can't do anything. Yeah, right. Um, if you're 60th in line and the gold runs out at person number 58, what did you do? Well, that's it. You're wiped out. And Hoover was saying, we have a crisis on our hands. He wrote this letter 12 days before this. February. He says, look, you got a Democratic Congress. I'm basically a lame duck. I can't do anything. I recommend we close the banks because they, they already declared – they they know that Roosevelt was going to uh, declare uh, the gold off the gold standard, so they're they're taking all their gold out, all these foreign uh, countries. So people are getting wiped out left and right. A lot of people. Uh, Roosevelt ignores the letter, doesn't even answer it. He gets it. He shows it to Raymond Moley, and I think the the first guy. Now, who's Moley? Moley he... was his uh, uh, tre- treasury secretary. Treasury. Well, Wooden would have been, but I think he he was sick or whatever. He had cancer, or whatever. So he. Tre- and who was at the res- was who did he put in at the reserve at that? Well, point? the Federal Reserve would have probably been at that time. Was it Norman Thomas? Uh, I'm not sure who the resort Federal Reserve guy right. was, but it might have been Thomas. Uh, anyway. Um, well, first of all, you got to understand that a lot of these bank runs and, and a lot of this the, this crippled economy, that was Roosevelt's fault. He's governor of New York. A lot of these banks that were, were insolvent and getting away with a lot of, you know, what people would say, uh, unrestricted capitalism and all this, it caused the depression. New York was a center of the banking system. He didn't know the first thing about banks. Well, obviously. he didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need to. He's just governor of New York. No, he's just all a kinds rich, of warnings. He's just a rich guy who who never gave it a second yeah, thought. But after the depression, until it think? starts collapsing. Yeah, well, that was nineteen twenty nine. He's been governor for yeah, four see, years. The, you know as well as I do, Armand. The depression did not start in October of nineteen twenty nine. What are you talking about? When did it start? The real. Yeah, I, I want to know when, when, the, when did the depression start. When the real economy yeah. began shrinking, probably sometime in thirty. 
Well, I mean, no, I wouldn't say that. The, the market crash was October 29th. It was somewhat coming back a little bit, yeah. but then in thirty we had uh, you had the uh, Smoot Hawley Smoot Hawley tariff, which and if you've watched of... Ferris Bueller, you know about. Oh, it? and it sinks the United States further into depression. Yeah, but I don't know about that. I mean, it, I think it's more Hoover's taxing. Yeah, you know, and uh, anyway, that's a different story. Anyway, he's saying we got a crisis here. What are you going to do about it? Can you give me, you know, give me some uh, assistance here? Tell the Congress to close these banks. Right. He didn't want to do that. Read John T. Flynn, The Roosevelt Myth, great book. It's free if you go to Von Mises Institute. You can download it. Well, go to audible.com. Yeah, you can get it there, too. You can find John that at Flynn. This Day in History Podcast, uh, com. our website. The Roosevelt Myth. The Roosevelt Myth. Anyway, You've mentioned that one before. What he, yeah, what this guy did, he just basically ignored it. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. Because what he wanted was- well, apparently he gives a crap on March 5th. Yeah, because that's when he took over. Exactly. But he wanted it to be the nadir- at, you know the banking crisis mm-hmm. at its nadir when he took over because so he could be the savior sure and that's what happened a lot of people got wiped out in those two weeks when you could have taken some action which is what basically we did now how do you now here's the other thing he had no idea what the hell he's going to do to reopen them that's how that's what a dipshit roosevelt was oh yeah let's close them down okay now what which ones do we reopen i don't know so a month after month they basically went out on a bank by bank basis and that took forever because they really had no standard about who was solvent and who wasn't. Nope. Roosevelt, I mean, uh, Hoover, in his letter, if, he had a plan for reopening the banks. If you would have been a bank examiner in 1933. Oh, uh, Jay Pinkerton Snoopington? There you Remember? go. That's from the bank dick. <laughs> there you Remember? go. Played by Franklin Pangborn. Uh, yeah. You go, you see the gold, and in your mind you got to be thinking, yeah, something's amiss here. Well, it's not even the gold. It's what assets they have and well, which one, you know, sure, what, sure, they, sure, bad sure. debts and other, all kinds but when, more to it than that. When people are going to make a run, they weren't coming in for dollar for for paper bills. Yeah. Well, that's no. They, well, at that time, I guess that's all you could really get. Okay, so you got paper bills. Yeah. Big, big deal. Well, that wasn't exactly. I think that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, but it, come on. You go get paper bills in Germany in 1920. Okay, but by even the if end, you got your gold back, Roosevelt took it away from you. So what good is that? But these banks were not property properly capitalized. Am I correct? That's in fractional that? reserve banking. That's another issue. That's I mean, another. Read right. Murray Rothbard on I, that one. Well, I, but that's I, been going on for a long time. Right. That's not what caused this. Taking us off the gold standard was bad. That was horrible. That's Roosevelt. And Nixon later. Well, in 1971 when yeah. it's officially but Roosevelt confiscated everybody's gold. So you had, it was illegal to own it. Anyway, this is Roosevelt at his worst. I mean, this guy, the things they say about Trump, believe me, this guy, what he did, you know, he would send it. He, he had some he had he would tell you something right to your face. Like, I'm not going to go off the gold standard. And the next guy, he might tell Moley that and Morgenthau might come in. Was, Tomorrow we're going off the gold standard, you know. I mean, that's the kind of prick he was. And like I said, he wanted this to be the worst thing possible so he could be the savior of sure. the banking system. A lot of people were wiped out. Read Flynn. Anyway, that's, that's the kind of prick this guy was. I hate him. Oh, I think that's been established over yeah. the years on this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, same day that Roosevelt is declaring a bank holiday, uh, yeah. the Reichstag elections are being held. The Nazi party does well. 49, 43.9% yeah, of the well. vote goes in their favor. That is enough to allow them to pass an act called the Enabling Act, uh, and that allows them to establish a dictatorship. Right. Well, and we of course, the, these pesky elections. The head of their party, uh, Adolf, Adolf Hitler. Schickelgruber. Yeah. Yep. Well, 
we all know how that turned out. Yeah. One, and, and we got another emperor. Well, a couple guys died uh, on this date that are yes. real jerks. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I think one of them even outdoes Hitler, in my opinion. Herman Mankiewicz? Uh, no, oh, no. Okay. Rex Harrison. <laughs> Actually, Rex Harrison said, <laughs> You know what Rex Harrison said after he saw um, uh, Sound of Music? That's the only time I ever rooted for the Nazis. <laughs> he wasn't a big fan of uh, Sound of Music. Okay, well, speaking of birthdays, we're halfway through the events. Uh, I start my birthdays, Armand, today in 1658. Oh, I know. You're way off, man. All right, what do you got? 1133, Henry II, Henry Plantagenet, Henry Fitzempress. Uh, oh, a Plantagenet. The first Plantagenet. Yeah? Henry Fitzempress. Yep. Okay. Well, we all know this guy married Eleanor of Aquitaine after she divorced Louis VII, I guess, from France. Uh, they had eight kids, five five sons, three daughters. Uh, three of them were kings. Wow. I guess you can name them, right? The sons or daughters? Yeah, three sons that were, uh, that were all kings. And this is Louis VII she married? No, Henry II. Henry II. Kings of Kings of England. Well, I'm going to guess Henry the Third, King Richard, King John, and Henry the Third. I got one for three. Yeah. So all Shakespearean plays, right? No, there's no Richard the Lionheart, not Richard the First. Oh, it's King Richard. John. Yeah. And no Henry the Third either. It's Henry the Fifth and well, Sixth. Henry the Fourth, Henry the Fifth, and Henry, and Henry, the, Henry sixth. the Sixth. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this guy, uh, it, but he's always putting down revolts. I mean, you talk about not wanting to have kids. Ocasio Cortez is right on this guy. He shouldn't have had kids. <laughs> Because his his sons were always in revolt, and eventually they overthrew him. Basically, um, they had Jeffrey. Uh, besides all those guys, they had Jeffrey and uh, uh, let's see who else was it? Uh, Henry the Young King. He died young uh, before he got to take over. Good thing they named him that. Well, well, check out the line in winter. Yeah, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, Henry uh, the Nineteen sixty-eight, seven. Let's see. She won. Yeah, sixty-eight because she won for sixty-eight. Okay. She won two years in a row. Uh, guess who's coming to dinner and lion in the winter? Right. Yeah. Guess who's coming to dinner? Sixty-seven lion in winter. She had to share that one though with. Uh, that was the tie. Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Funny girl. Uh. Yep. Funny okay. Girl. And uh, then he said, "Will no one? How do? You, what do you say? Will no one relieve me of this meddlesome priest? Yes." And that's when he said, he sent his boys to have a little talk with him. Mm -hmm. He said, listen, uh, go down there and arrest this guy. He said, hey, I, four nights, right? And uh, this is Thomas of Beckett. And, uh, well, he says, I don't recognize you guys. You yeah. can't, I'm, I'm the you know, I'm the Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah. You can't arrest me. So, I, so they hacked him to pieces. Right. That, Which, didn't, that didn't look good for old Henry either. No, probably didn't. Yeah. So Henry. Yeah, I know. The Henrys didn't seem to like the, the Catholic Church much there in England. Actually, apparently they're good for That's another movie you can see. Uh, actually, um, Beckett. Well, yeah. Richard Burton as Thomas a Beckett, oh. and and the same uh, uh, Peter O'Toole as Henry the Second. Okay, he played him in both uh, that and Lion and Winter. All right, that's it. Sixteen fifty eight. Okay, now you can get to him. You ever wondered why Cadillac is called Cadillac? Yeah, here's the reason why. Hey, what did this guy discover anyway? The, the, I don't know, but he became a governor of the of the Louisiana, uh, I guess colony. Governor of Louisiana. Yeah, hmm. I don't know because it about says him. Colonial. I thought it was up in. Uh, you know, in well, Michigan area. Well, he got up there. He was an explorer. What the hell's he doing? And he was government? French, so they they tended to come in that route, like you know, Joliet, Marquette. Uh, but right. Antoine de la Moth, Cadillac. Okay, de la Moth. Whatever that is. Good thing they dropped the moth part because the yeah. moth Cadillac doesn't sound. But Cadillac has a nice ring to it. It's a nice car. Yeah. Favorite Cadillac? 
Uh, I, I don't know. Coop, Coop DeVille? Coop DeVille, I guess. Uh, yeah, I El Dorado. Ask, uh, ask our surreal talk buddy. El Dorado. Ask Eric. He just bought one for $100. Did he? Yeah, off Tarsi. He bought a Coop DeVille Cadillac. I don't know what it was. It was a Cadillac. For 100 bucks. For $100, yeah. That's oh, what happens in this oh, office. Oh, boy. Uh, Armand, I boy. jumped to 1908, the birth of Rex Harrison. I got, no, I got 1862, uh-huh. Sigbert Teresh. You don't know him. No, I don't. Another chess player. We oh, talked boy. about Bent Larson yesterday. This guy, he's number two against uh, Dr. Lasker, unfortunately for him. He's like the second fiddle to him. And they met, and apparently they didn't like each other much, but when he met, he says, Dr. Lasker, I have only three words to say to you. Check and mate. But he still lost. Oh. But he was a pretty good. He's a pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Chess, yeah. He's pretty two. good. Uh, what he beat he? some pretty tough guys. Uh, Frank Norris, 1870. You don't know this guy either. He Any wrote, relation to Chuck? No. He oh. wrote McTagg, which anybody who tells you, you know, the the gold, the the holy grail of of uh, cinema would be to find the the original like nine hour version of Greed, which Eric von Straheim shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, this guy wrote the novel Greed, oh. uh, McTagg, which Greed was based on. All right. So he's he's a pretty good writer. Uh, and in 1894, one of my favorite actors and one of the greatest villains of all time, Henry Danielle. He's a great guy. I love him. You see, watch him in The Seahawk, where he plays Lord Wolfingham. Well, he's, that's a good name. He was in... Uh, if you're going to have to be a lord in the movie named yeah. The Seahawk, you might as well be yeah, Lord Wolfingham. Yeah, it's not really fair, because he's supposed to be kind of a spy, and you know? he's based on Lord Walsingham. Which we to- who we talked about oh, it was the first spy and he was yeah. like he wasn't a traitor. No, Henry Daniel's always a traitor. Oh, uh, didn't didn't handle a sword very well, so he had to be doubled when he fought uh, Errol Flynn in the duel. Uh, he's also good in. Um, let's see, what else do I like him in? Uh, Wake of the uh, not Wake uh, Reap Reap the Wild Wind. That was a good movie, and uh, actually his last movie was um, My Fair Lady with Rex Harrison, and he shot his scene, went home, and dropped dead. Oh. Maybe like just a few hours after he shot a scene. And uh, what else do I like him? He, he's a great villain. Bandit of Sherwood Forest. He's, he's good. He's in good. the 37 he Robin was in Hood? The Woman in Green. No, that was 46 with Cornell Wilde. Oh. Uh, and he was good in um, uh, The green, Lady in Green or something like what? that. With Hillary Brooke, one of the Sherlock Holmes movies against Basil Rathbone. Oh. So uh, Henry Daniel. Yeah. So 1908, Rex Harrison. Happy birthday there, Rex. Uh, 1938. I love this guy, Fred Williamson. I'm trying to think what he's in. I know I've seen him in something. Fred Williamson? Yeah. Tons of movies. Yeah, but what was he? Uh... Well, Armand, wasn't he doing some martial arts stuff and say so he's a badass, right? Oh, he's totally a badass. What am I thinking? What movie did I see him in? Was did he make? Did he make that one with Raquel Welch? Or was that Jim Brown? That's Jim Brown. Hundred Rifles or whatever it was called. So we got. Uh, uh, let's see. Was he like in Shaft or one of those things? Dude, he's in. That was Richard Roundtree, but. So, original gangsters from Dust Till Dawn. Mean Johnny oh, Barrows. Yeah, he's getting old in Dust yeah. Till Dawn. Uh, I'm trying I'm to go back the to 70s, the 70s. He's yeah. in MASH for a yeah, hot he second. Yeah, he was Spear Chucker, wasn't he? Yeah. He was, yeah, he was Spear Chucker. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, Hell Up in Harlem. Spear Chucker Jones. He's in some of the. I hate. I hate Black exploitation movies. I hate right? that term, but. Well, that's what it is. I know, but. Nothing derogatory uh, about Black it. Caesar. Spike well, here's, here's some of them Black Caesar, Hell Up in Harlem, cool. Three the Hard Way. Uh, he appears in the Starsky and Hutch from 2004. Oh wow! Uh, Bucktown. He 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 is in the 1978 Inglorious Bastards. Oh wow! The Big Score, Black Cobra, Death Journey. Right on. That Man Bolt. He had a big 1973. Uh, Take a Hard Ride. 
81, man. I guess he's 81 today, huh? Yeah. Still no way there. back. Uh, he, I love those movies, by the way. He he is all over the 70s for for the the action movies, man. Screenwriter, of course. Yeah. NFL player, man. Yeah. Guy had it going on. All right. Yeah. He, he, okay, well, good for him. I like him. I like Fred. I like him, but I like uh, the guy in uh, um, Jim Kelly better. Enter the Dragon. Oh. Man, you come right out of a comic book. <laughs> Been practicing, huh? Oh, man, that's great. All right, I'm going to ask Enter you. the Dragon. Now, Armand's pop culture. I know this guy, I think. Okay. You should because I'm going to tell you why. Gonna... Because you like you like the sport that he Who? sings about. Murray Head? Yep. I thought he sang uh, One Night in Bangkok. Bangkok. I gotta say, that's one of the weirdest lyrics I've ever heard yeah, in my life. What the life. hell is he talking about? A show with everything but Yul Brynner. I think he's got another video on a chessboard. Does the video on a chessboard? Kind of. Or the Philippines? Catchy tune, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Catchy night. tune. Now, next up, one of my favorite pitchers when I was a kid, just because of the way he threw the ball. Submariner. Submariner for the Pittsburgh Pirates, yeah. Kent DeColvey. Was he pitching to Manny Sanguian? I guess Sanguian would have been a catcher, right? He, uh, Sanguian, maybe in the early 70s would have well, caught him. Who the catcher then? Uh, I forget who, who was. Because I think Tocolvi is on the mound for the last out of the 79 series when he gets uh, a fly ball uh, at Baltimore to, I think, Omar Marino. Remember him? Yeah, I remember Very him. speedy guy. Um, one of the first real speedsters past, like, the Maury Wills era. Who stole a lot of bait? I As think opposed he, to I Omar think, Suarez, right? Remember him? Uh, Who's barely. F. Murray Abraham from Scarface. That's he, he's right. hang, still hanging from a helicopter he's still in the Andes F. somewhere. Yeah, Abraham. Omar Suarez. Uh, but of, Omar, shit, I yeah. never, I never trust that model. But to call the uh, okay. of the era of the great Pittsburgh Pirate, multicolored yeah. uniforms, yeah, the black, all, oh, the gold, the Ugh. white. The white with pinstripes. The, only, the mix and match uniforms. White socks uniforms look like a bag. Remember that? They, well, they, they wore to, shorts one year. Well, they wore yeah, but I like the, the that big that big top they used to wear. Oh yeah, remember that thing? Well, they had collared like, shirt like pajamas. One, they had a collared shirt one year. No, yeah. good good stuff. Yeah, Kent Tacoldy, happy birthday, right. man. Uh, how about this one for pop culture? Do you remember uh, this great? Uh, he's Guyana. Wow. Yeah, Guyanese. Guyanese, British singer-songwriter? I guess British Guyanese. <laughs> Happy birthday, Eddie Green. Electric Avenue. That's that it, Armand. Boy. I am impressed. That's hey. 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 This was a huge song. In the now in the street, no sick or terish. Is this number one? Nope. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it ever hit number one, but I know MTV played the hell out of this Street's video. Still living off the royalty. Oh, we we got a dun, time dun, limit dun, today. Dun. Can't, can't waste our time with this. Yep. Happy birthday, Morris. I don't even know Mar- who this next Marsha Warfield. Is. Who's she? You should go look her up. Okay. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, do you like this next guy? 
Penn Which Gillette. one is he? The little guy? I think so. I'm not. I'm not into magic. I, I never was. Do you like Ricky Jay? Who the hell's he? You don't know Ricky Jay. No. You don't know magic at all. Well, I know. Okay. I don't give a shit. I don't all like. Right. I never thought of. Even as a kid, I thought it was stupid. Ricky Jay's magic ain't stupid. Oh, if he, he does. He, the, what does he saw a lady in half? No, That's he, the only no, thing I want to no, see. no. He does the ice block trick, and nobody, and I mean nobody, can figure out how he pulls it off. Well, good for him. You don't even know what that trick no, is, do I'm you? Still not impressed. Armand, imagine if you and I were sitting here. And suddenly, a huge block of ice appeared before you. Hmm. Not a, not a not a hologram. I mean, okay. And he has pulled this trick off before, and people. It's God's uh, will. Uh, I'm not kidding, dude. Right, I'm not either. He's the best of the best. Right, uh, What's that got to do with Penn Jillette? Well, Penn Jillette and Penn and Teller are into magic. They do a lot of magic and stuff. Uh, 1958. Boy, this guy. Yeah, I'm more impressed with this guy. I like his voice. Did you used to get uh, jiggy with it on this tune? Didn't he do, uh, who did, uh, who's like more the solo guy? Was it Andy Gibb? This is him. This is the brother. This one I'm like, the song I like. This is the brother that wasn't in the Bee Gees. Oh, he's not in the Bee Gees? No. No, really? No. Barry, Maurice, Robin are the Bee Gees. Yeah. Younger brother, oh. Andy. Oh, and I'm still alive? Barry is. Wow. Maurice has passed. Robin has passed. Andy passed away in 1988. Man, talented guys. I like them. I guess I am gay. I like these guys. You like them? The Bee Gees? Yeah. Love them. Well, let's go on a date. It's not necessary, you but... You gotta be gay to like the beat. No, you don't. Yeah, you uh-uh. Don't. Uh-uh. You have to be comfortable. Shh. I'm not. Oh, well. I'm not sure. That's your issue. I'm still curious. What uh, am I, Q? Questioning? The next guy uh, was born on 1963, Joel Olstein. Yeah, this guy's still making good money, huh? What a racket. I love him. Man, good for what you. What a racket. Good for you, brother. Bought a former NBA arena and turned it into a church. Boy, I bet he's getting laid. Wow. Boy, L. Ron Hubbard had it right. He had it right. Oh, we're not stupid. What a shyster. Oh, God. I, I need a religion. Start mine. I mean. <sighs> okay. I got to tell I think this guy's among the worst of the worst. <laughs> Why? You're just jealous. No, I'm not. Why? Because he found a bunch of suckers? Good for him. Well, well who's sucker on and something else then? Why? All right. What, who are you, George Burns from Oh God? Yes, Remember I am. Paul Sorvino? <laughs> that makes it God six. You zip. Remember that? <laughs> Paul, Paul was pretty. He's kind of younger then too. Oh, he was great, man. Uh, 1966, great. happy birthday, Michael Irvin, God's own quarterback. Michael Irvin. He no. won, isn't he Mr. Dancing with the Stars winner? I don't Didn't know he if he won that or not. I thought he did. But boy, oh boy, Has he still got the record. Didn't he have the record for touchdowns or something? Points. Uh, points? He might have had the record for yardage for a hot something. second until Jerry Rice eclipsed it. I don't know about that. Yeah, oh, Jerry Rice is your yardage guy. Yeah. Well, it's got to I think touchdowns then or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rice is up egg- there too, well, man. we got to ask Ocho, man. He ought to know. Oh, but Irvin was fun. Yeah. I, I did not like the Miami Hurricanes, but I did like Michael Irvin, and I followed him all the way through the when he joined. Oh, I don't the, remember him being a Hurricanes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's part of the Jimmy Johnson Hurricanes. Was he with the, Testaverde? I guess, yeah, with uh-huh, Testaverde. Uh-huh. I was living down there. Yeah, back and I then. think Michael is like the nineteenth of twenty children or oh, something shit. like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Hey, what's but, with Manzil anyway? I got kicked out of the CFL. How do you get kicked out of the CFL? He's a train wreck, Armand. Man, I like his girlfriend though. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? Oh, he is bad Mr. news. Football. All right, back to the events. Just a couple more. Uh, 
Hey, Stalin was active on this date in 1940. Wait, no, no, you missed a couple. What did I miss? You missed several. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to his death. Okay, no, no, no. Oh, no. All right. Uh, 1940, oh, yeah, uh, he no, signs an bad. order that's called the the Katyn Massacre. How would you say that? Uh, I, I always call it Katyn. Katyn. Katyn or Katyn, but I think it, I don't Katyn. think it's Katyn. Yeah. Katyn. Anyway, uh, again, the polls oh. just get wiped out. I can't imagine he even signed this order. I think he just told Berea, hey, just do it. get rid of him. And this is it. Now, here again, right? The British declare war on the Russian, I, I mean, on the Germans yep. for invading Poland. These guys did the same fucking thing and killed all the officers. Twenty-five thousand yeah. plus Polish intelligentsia. Yeah, fourteen thousand plus Polish POWs. Yeah, yeah, just kill them. God Almighty! Poland caught it every which way in yeah, that war. Right. But we don't declare a war. They're our allies. 19, old Uncle Joe. Nineteen forty-three. First flight. This is a great plane name, by the way. Oh, do you remember? But I must say, when when Churchill asked him, "What? Hey, what about all those Polish officers you guys gave? Uh, we lost track of them." Yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere there in Siberia or something. They they lost track of them. Lost track of them. Yeah, supposedly in Manchuria they, they, they somewhere. Made, they never made it to Siberia. Yeah, right. We lose track. Nineteen forty-three. Yeah. Again, I love this plane's name. Uh, the first flight of the Gloucester Meteor. Yeah. Now this, if you've it's ever heard of the Gloucester, is the first British jet, first British combat jet. Well, Whipple, uh, I think he designed it. He's the guy. That, they had jets in thirty-six, but nobody thought they were really. They didn't they, think they, they were practical? Yeah, well, I guess or, they, yeah, they just, just didn't whittle this guy's name. But, uh, yeah, they just didn't think. And then, of course, Hitler had a Jets, and he put him in, tried to make him bombers for some reason, so he was, he was nuts. So that, that, that cost him a couple of years. Galan was going crazy. Should have been. Yeah, that was a big advantage, I mean, boy. That, that, yeah, that ME-262. ME-262? The, the thing was past a Mustang. I mean, was standing still. It, 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 isn't that the thing? Isn't Doesn't the story go like this, Armand? And I forget what was the squadron's name. Uh, but the P-51 pilots come back to their air base in southern England, and they immediately say, we got a problem. Yeah, yeah. We just what saw. What the hell was that? I mean, what the hell was Yeah, those things are going about 600 miles an hour. I mean, a P-51 is already That's fast, fast. Yeah, they're the fastest. by prop standards, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. this thing is dusting them off. Yep. Oh, yeah, Galan couldn't. Man, he couldn't believe. Oh, boy. Couldn't wait to get in that thing, mm. but mm, but mm, uh, mm. Adolf want to make it a bomber. But he won the election, so he yeah, it. sure, yeah. Right. Now speaking of uh, sort of the well, we got a lot of Stalin shit. I today. know we do. Forty six, the Great Iron Curtain a phrase is first uttered, first uttered in a speech by Winston Churchill. Now you would think he's addressing the House of what two cities did he mention? Uh, that's I've been asked that a trivia that's a contest. Great question. Uh, you might think, well, you know, this is in London or somewhere with uh, the formation of the U.N. No. no, folks, this happens in a small rural college town yep. in Missouri. Fulton, Missouri. Fulton, Missouri, which is the home to a beautiful college, Westminster College. Uh, and he is there. And the term Iron Curtain first used in the speech he gives uh, on this first, date. I don't think it's first used, but I think it's first used to describe the Soviet Union. But I think oh, yeah, somebody that's used what that I mean. term yeah, before. Yeah. But it's from Stettin on the Baltic to Trieste on the Adriatic, an Iron Curtain has descended across Europe. From Stettin on the Baltic yep. to Trieste. Where is Stettin at? Stettin, I believe, now is... Is uh, it I Estonia, be, Lithuania? or uh, No, I don't think it's, it's not the Baltics. It's uh, on the Baltic Sea, but I think it's Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got, okay. East Germany, A north to mean, south yeah. line he's yeah. kind of drawing. East Germany. And Trieste is Italy? Trieste, uh, no, I don't, well. S- what, Slovenia? Slovenia are one of those now, I think. And it's on the Adriatic. I think it is true. 
Well, remember, remember that's where James Bond was trying to head in, in uh, go, uh, uh, for Marsha with Love, remember? Maybe it is uh, Italy. Remember that when he shot all the barrels? There's an old saying in Europe, in uh, England, where there's smoke, there's fire. Remember that? <laughs> uh, Trieste, Trieste. Let me look, here. Let me look here. I'm going to say it's Italy. It's Italy. Yeah. yeah it's... I've never been there. But... I have not either. It's uh, a beautiful city. It looks like a mini version of Venice, to be honest. Wow. Another, nice. another uh, mistress of the sea. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, now. Here we go. Here's our boy. Yep. Old uh, Uncle uh, Joe. Jugasvili? Jugasvili. Jugasvili. Yeah, Jugasvili. Yeah. Uh, Joe Stalin. Joe Steele to his, yeah, man his of steel buddies, uh, longest serving leader of the Soviet Union, dies at the Volinsko Dakha. Volinskaya. Say that again, Armand. Volinskaya. Volinskaya Dakha. In Moscow, uh, after uh, having a cerebral brain hemorrhage. Yeah, you got after being hit by a cerebral. That sounds like the cerebral hemorrhage. No, you don't get hit by a cerebral. Yeah. yeah, you you have one yeah, or one occurs formal to you. Anyway, they, they, I, they don't know when he really died because everybody's afraid. He's like, well, they won't go in the room. Now, have you movie, seen Death of Stalin? Hilarious. It's pretty funny. Hilarious. I think it's you know, I well went, done. I was when I, when I saw that, I, th- I didn't know it was a comedy. And I'm going, this is pretty funny. It's, oh, no, it's a comedy. Yeah, right. But then I yeah. saw, was it Michael Palin, one of the Monty Python guys? Oh, gosh. It was Malenkoff or somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get yeah. it. It's, it's a satire. Well, but Jeffrey Tambor said it. not too far off, you know. Who I mean, played Stalin? Was it him? No, 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 he, he plays one. Of, he plays the guy in the white suit. Okay. Uh, well, the, it was Malenkov, Bogdanin, Berea. When the Politburo meetings and the death yeah. in that movie occur, phenomenal. But Especially they were all afraid to disclose. Oh, totally, because just in case he was living. Totally. Yeah. Hell, that's why they probably could have saved him. Now, once again, who found him? I thought it was a maid. Yeah, the cleaning lady. Yeah, <laughs> she's only had the guts. <laughs> I else want to go I, in there? I'm going in. Fuck that. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to declare Stalin oh, dead, man. even if he is dead. American tragedy in 1963 on yeah. March 5th. Uh, a plane crash uh, in Camden, Tennessee, takes the lives of Hawkshaw Hawkins, Cowboy Coppice, Copus, Copus, and of course the yeah. lovely and talented Patsy Cline. It's too bad. Yeah, this boy. Uh, here could, we go. Randy Hughes, you got a pilot. You got a Matt. You like Patsy Cline. This Klein's guy went voice, to the. Right? Uh, I guess this guy went to the same pilot school that JFK's uh, junior went to because neither one of them was instrument. You know, they could. Oh, fly they weren't it. trained on it. No, no, and he's flying in a storm, storm. Like clouds, dumb, dumb shit. Dumb, well, dumb, die, dumb. Doy. So there you go. Can you imagine what Patsy Cline could have recorded? You know what's the Nick's rest theory, of the sixties? You know the Nick's theory uh, on uh, surreal talk and Nick of time. Oh. Know? Well, no, it's a real talk. Yeah, lineup uh, well, media show here. Yeah, well, yeah. He thinks he thinks that JFK is still alive, and he's uh, he's seen him in a MAGA hat at some of these Trump. Uh, he's a big Trump supporter. Did you know that? Haven't you been listening to Ocho Man? Shame on you. Well, that's a different that's show. Nick that's Drago's be- that's, theory. That's behind the eight ball. Yes, starring the Ocho Man, which that's you can right. also find at lineup media. What do you think about FM. that? Uh, I think Nick. Um, <laughs> As conspiracy theorists go, I, I think Nick is so out to lunch <laughs> that oh. uh, that it, it hardly warrants attention because uh, – Do you think, think of, Avril Lavigne is dead? Is there a double for her too? That's yeah. another theory. Okay. That's okay. – <laughs> Well, we know Paul McCartney's a double. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – No, I enjoy that one because that's a fun one because yeah. the Beatles were having a laugh. Well, what's not fun about JFK Jr. being No alive? one's laughing about – No, no one's laughing about uh, the founder of George Magazine and a MAGA hat. Come on, stupid. Oh so, oh, so that's not fun. No, the, J, the, 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 the Paul one and Nick 
once did a very good show on this. Uh, all the things, you know, all the telltale signs of Paul's death. Because oh, he so was you. You're into that bullshit. He, he too, was right? involved in a car accident, and, uh, and so what are the odds that this isn't Paul? Well, the guy that Make they the, the conspiracy theorists, I think, believe it's a guy named Billy Campbell or something that if you say stepped so. into the role. Yeah, well, what do you think about on a scale of one to ten? Less than zero. Less than zero. Yes, Ooh. it's Paul is Paul. Okay. Uh, where am I at? Oh, little science to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, say that again for me. Venera. 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 The Soviet probes Venera 11 and 12 and a German-American solar satellite. I didn't know we had German-American solar satellites. That was named uh, Helios II. Uh, kind of like well, a king. Helios II, I think. Well, let's say. Yeah, come on. Come let's on. make it. Uh, they all uh, are in there. Now, this time they are. You said, you know, Stalin hit by a. Yeah, cerebral image. No, more. The, these satellites and spacecrafts were indeed hit by off-the-scale gamma rays, which leads to the discovery of soft gamma repeaters. Well, now that sounds like something you put in a in a dryer, no, that's, uh, or that's a from washing a magnetar. machine. That's a that's a very. Can you explain to me what yes. a soft gamma repeater is? Yeah, it's 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 gamma radiation, but it's it's magnetic radiation. Basically, it's uh, you know gamma ray. You know you've heard of gamma ray bursts. We've talked about it on this show absolutely from supernovas. Yeah, big okay. burst of gamma. Well, apparently, when you get a supernova and and there's a, a current, uh, which is basically just like um, you know they actually have. Are you talking about electrical. Current? Yeah, well, well, a conductivity where there's conductivity. These waves apparently, and sure. you, you get a magnetic field. And this—that's what these are from. So you get an actual magnetic field yeah. in deep space of about—I think it's about eight times ten to the fourteenth Tesla. That's a lot. I mean, like what you know, like your your most powerful MRIs are like uh, three Tesla, and that's eight a, to the what? That's a power ten to the fourteen or fifteen Tesla. Ten to the fourteen. Unbelievable, unimaginable magnetic force. Magnetic force basically rip you apart. Then. Oh God, are you kidding? Yeah. I remember I, I we used to have an MRI for the lower extremity in my office. Yeah. And I'll never forget, you know, that's why they tell you, do you have any metal on your, you know, your necklace or whatever, take it out, because it's just a big magnet. And right. this was like 0.5 Tesla. Right. And I walked in, and I forgot. I had just scraped some calluses from somebody. I had the scalpel in my scrub pocket. Did it fly across yeah, the Yeah, it was like Carrie. <laughs> and right, right on that MRI, thank, thankfully, it didn't cut anybody's toe off. Let me ask you another question then. What if you're... What if you walk into an MRI? Yeah, and let's just say you have a uh, the the opposite of an iron deficiency in your blood. Well, I mean, you you, you got to tell them if you have like a plate or something. No, no, no. I mean, you just have a lot of iron in your system. Well, I don't know if it's that powerful. I don't think but isn't that what they use the magnets for? Is to, is to is to is to bring the blood to the sources uh, by, I think, no, by attracting I think, the iron in the hemoglobin? No, it's not. The, I don't think it's no. It's the protons themselves. It, it, it aligns protons mm-hmm. and certain uh, protons in water and and, and bone, etc. Okay, calcium, whatever they line up differently. So the magnet actually lines them up, and the way they line up as the as the uh, magnet as a magnet lines them up, yeah. tells you what kind of tissue you're dealing with. Got it. And that's okay. how you can tell. It's also invented by an Armenian. Oh. I think his name is Duke Majin oh. or something, yeah. Duke what? Duke Majin, yeah. Duke Majin? Something like that, yeah. yeah it was Wait, wait a second. New is York. his first name Duke and his last name Majin, no, or is his last name Duke Majin? Hey, no Armenian has a one-syllable name. It's got to be four or Majin? five. Two, three. Hey, don't call him Duke. I like Duke Majin. Well, wasn't that? Nah, maybe I'm it's thinking. a good name. But that's, uh, that was the governor of uh, California, remember, in the 80s? Duke, Duke Majin? Yeah, he was governor of California. I don't remember that. Uh-oh. 
boy. Well, he was. I, re- Armenian I do remember when Reagan was governor as a little kid well, dude, because Reagan he would be later. on the Tonight Show yeah. or something. Yeah, like he was that. on the he was on the roast. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Rickles, governor. I'm getting sick of you. <laughs> would you go away. <laughs> You're not real bright, governor. <laughs> Going too fast for you, Ronnie. <laughs> hey, uh, Ron, uh, you been touching up a little? <laughs> he used to fucking nail him. That's when people had a sense of humor. Can you imagine saying that to Trump or Obama? Oh, my God. Well, Obama might laugh, Trump. Oh, Trump yeah, don't right. Yeah, just don't mention my ears. Well, he's got big ears. Yeah, he's got he's big sensitive. ears. Well, yeah. So? <laughs> He'll laugh about it. I got a it. small dick. I'm sensitive, too, but you yeah. can make fun no, of it. You and Howard Stern. Uh, not it, really? He says he does. Oh, he says right. he, he has yeah, micro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1982, the Soviet probe Venera. Another one? Yeah, 14. That's see what What's I mean? has got to do Three with years to. Well, I remember this because... They were the first to get to Venus and land. That was quite an accomplishment. Yeah, but this is 82, man. Yeah. Been a... Now, anyway, I, I'm assuming all... the thing melted. All right. Let's, let's, well, yeah, corroded like hell, but let's, let's, here we go. Yeah. Dispel a myth. Okay. Venus is not hot because of a run, quote, runaway greenhouse effect. That's all bullshit. Who's saying that? What do you mean, who's saying it? Look it up. Google it. <coughs> Is Venus hot because of a runaway? That that's the big theory. No, I was told Venus is because it's ninety percent CO two in the atmosphere. No, I was. I, was, we, uh, I learned Venus is hot because it's it's two thirds closer to the sun. No, it's than, only thirty percent closer, or one third closer. Okay, that's not going to make it eight hundred nine. Yeah, but Mercury's closer than that. Mercury's not hotter. Venus is hotter. By the way, that was my sixty four thousand dollar question. Mercury is cooler than Venus. Yeah, yeah, because Mercury has no atmosphere. Yeah. The reason Venus is hot is because its atmosphere is 90 times pressure for the pressure of what? Yeah. PV equals NRT, right? Mm-hmm. Ideal gas law. And I do remember times. saying about something like, I do remember learning that like if you were descending in Venus, it would be like almost going through you're like a, a kilometer. Soup. Well, you're like a kilometer. On Venus's, on the surface, I think you're like a kilometer under the ocean. Is it pressure or more? Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah, that you're, you you would need. That's the pressure you'd be experiencing. If you weren't going to melt, you were yeah, going to well, need something for gas your, and right. CO two would kill. You. But now we we're talking about that. If you're gonna if you're gonna go to another planet, though, Venus is a place. If you can get in the clouds, you stay in the clouds. You're okay. Well, that's see, you clouds don't like sulfuric acid. You don't like Star Wars, but in The Empire Strikes Back, I that's like Star Wars. That's, I like that one. That's where uh, Vespin. Bill, Vespin. Yeah, that's where uh, yeah. uh, Billy. Uh, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, Orlando, no Calrissian. No to Fred Williams. He, he's up there in a cloud yeah. mine. I, I, I see a cloud city. That's what's going on. Yeah, that was that was the best one. That was a good script. It was. Well, that was a. Uh, that was Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, yeah, but great I think, stuff. I think. Uh, Irvin, That's my favorite. Irvin one. Rinkler. No, Rinkler. Ir- Irvin Kirshner. Kirshner. He directed, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one to watch. No, it's 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 real. Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah, but yes. Great. Uh, if, if if you could if you could extract from the Venetian uh, atmosphere, there's a lot there to extract. Also, did you see the new photos that came back of Jupiter? Oh yeah, uh, the one that had dolphin. Fantastic! Did you see the one with the dolphin. Oh, it's great. Yes, <laughs> just it looks great. like one. I mean, man, that planet. Jesus it just Christ. It, but it was gorgeous to look at the the way they were able see, to photograph. I see another this comet one. hit that bastard. Oh, that's something, Shoemaker man. Levy. I know, man. All right, let's All right. do who died as we wrap things up for yeah. March 5th here on. Uh, this day in history. Well, I start in 29. We had yeah. a Cadillac birthday. Nah, nah, nah. 1778. Oh, boy. Who? All right. Who? Thomas Arn. Who? A-R-N-E. Thomas Arn. A-R-N-E. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. Rule Britannia. Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. Who do you think wrote that? 
That's our boy. That's good. He's That's a good little tune. God Save the King. Uh, an opera, Artaxerxes. Hey, um, yeah, hell of a composer. God Save the King. Yeah. God, uh, or Queen, yeah. right, as we're in now. They're just going to change the word queen and king, yeah. right? Yeah. So it'll change, change to them. our gracious No, they won't because she'll never die. <laughs> that bitch is a vampire, She's man. got She's it going, going on, She's man. drinking somebody's blood. I don't know if Philip's going to die. That guy's older. Well, he finally sur- surrendered his driver's yeah, license. Yeah, it's about time. I don't want to be caught on any Scottish road with this asshole tooling around. Oh, man. He already looks like he belongs in a morgue. Hey. He does. Philip Mountbatten. I don't give a shit. He's a good guy. Yeah, well, Uncle Phil, he's uh, he'll make a hundred. What's the over under on her? Hundred and six. Oh, I've got to move it up, don't you? Well, her old lady was a hundred and two, I believe. The Queen Mother, uh, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, she, she had a last uh, Empress of India. She had a uh, what do you call it? Centen- centenarial. Yeah. What? Well, whatever. Well, I guess, but I don't know if this guy's gonna have a jubilee, a centenary jubilee. No, she no, might. No, no. no, no. I think she's like what eighteen or nineteen. She'd have to no, get to. She'd, to, she'd have to get to one. She's nineteen fifty-two, I believe, was when they had the. Yeah, uh, she'd have to get to one hundred thirty something, right? Well, she wasn't very old. No, but she Let's wasn't. See, she's a, how old is she now? Ninety mid nineties. Okay, wasn't she like eighteen or nineteen? No, she? I think she was a little older. All right, say twenty-one or twenty-two. I think she was a little. Older. So she was born like twenty. Now, where was she? Where did she learn she was queen? On the toilet. No, in the. Uh, in the uh, tree houses in uh, Kenya. Oh, they there was a king. They had a yeah. That was before famous the Mau hotel. Mau. Oh yeah, where yeah. you would stay. She went. Yeah. She went up. A princess came down. A queen. Was a Mau Mau would kill you up there. But um, so who do you have there? Uh, beyond Arn, it's a great that's, tune. Though. That's it, Thomas. Arne. I tell you, uh, when you go to see uh, England play, I've been fortunate enough to see the English national team play a number of times. Boy, they belt that tune out, oh, man. Of course. And the other good one is the French one. Um, uh, it's well, same one, yes, what I they do in Paul Casablanca. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's a whole stadium of people singing it. It's wonderful. You know that you know that scene where the, that scene you're talking about where yeah. Bogart comes in and goes, play Les Mercedes, play it. Play they it. all look at Bogart. Yeah. Bogart had to come back for that scene, apparently. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. He just, now, Bogey, you walk down the stairs and you nod. He had no idea what the hell he's nodding about or anything because <laughs> they shot that later. Because he just thought of that, you know, because they, they – apparently originally they just started playing yeah they said well maybe we ought to ask permission first so they shot that scene later and it's like good come on and nod all right so now i got 19 now i love this guy oh no not 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 this guy no you're you love the next guy i'm gonna give you some time next guy but we had the birth of cadillac in 1929 we had the death of the founder of buick david dunbar buick never heard of this guy i mean i've heard of buick but i don't know of course you've heard of buick now what's your favorite buick la saber no come on Skylark, 1953-54 Skylark convertible. Armand, I'm not kidding, man. Those cars go for half a million dollars if you can find one. What's that one that? Uh, did you see that? Did you see that car that uh, the the Korean guy showed up in at uh, Vietnam? Oh, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, he had like a million and a half dollar Mercedes. Mm, yeah, yeah. What the hell, man? Well, it's a tank. I love that man. That guy. I want to be a dictator. Well, I know you do. I think I'd rather be him or Claude Osteen. I don't know, man. Joel Osteen. Joel, Claude Osteen Claude is another thing. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be him. He's dead. <laughs> Joel, Joel Osteen, yeah. Pitcher. Now, of course, you'd have to work on Sundays if you're a Joel Osteen. That's okay. I don't, uh, I don't mind. 1953, 
One of the yeah, greats of Mank. Hollywood. Yeah. Herman J. Mankiewicz I gotta tell sadly you, passes away. I might, I might put this guy as number one in screenwriters. Between him and Philip Dunn. Do you think you would have much of an argument well, among the old so. school Hollywood? I don't no. think you would either. You know, I was I was reading that on Facebook. Somebody had the list of, of you know these greatest screenwriters. And they're yeah. all like current people. I couldn't believe this list. I mean, we've got some pretty good writers. Don't get me wrong. But nobody like Herman Mankiewicz. Or Philip Dunn, or I mean, these guys were great. Billy Wilder, they didn't mention. I mean, some of the greatest, Nunnally Johnson. Oh man, these guys are great screenwriters. But this guy's the top. He, in the 30s, he hit it right at the right time. Well, he's a newspaper man, hard newspaper man, hard exactly. Him, Ben yeah. Hecht, those guys. He he hits it. The talkies come in. Yeah, but he was just. He, as, no, he, I think he was doing. Uh, no, he was. But yeah. just as his, you got to have good timing, and. Yeah. Life gave Herman J. Mankiewicz great timing to be one of the best writers coming out of the newspaper era. News, it's not uh, the newspaper era still well, thriving. Chicago guys, MacArthur, exactly, and, and, and and he's got that Midwestern. I don't know if you call now it he sensibility wrote. or. Um, but he, yeah, not only that hard boiled gangster kind of pitter pat, but he's they're quick because they you know they're newspaper men. Yeah. Now he actually had the idea. Apparently, the, when they want to do Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. They were going to, I mean, in the book, there's very little in Kansas that goes on. It was his idea to have the, the bookends and have a reasonably long, I mean, it's it's pretty long scene at the beginning. Oh, that we're, scene you know, at can't the beginning ex- goes on yeah, for a bit. Yeah, that's why, you know, that explains why she wants to get home, wants to get, who the hell wants to go home from, you know, Oz. No, yeah, you got to give That her, was Manx. Right. He wrote that, a lot of that's that. That's great. So he didn't get any credit, of course. Is there that. a favorite screenplay? Above all others. Yeah. Well, Citizen Kane is usually, and that's... Okay, but... He got pissed because Orson let me Welles ask, took credit. Oh, sure, but let no. me really ask you. Do you really... Is Citizen Kane really your favorite screenplay? No, not mine. I'm talking about... No. What's I, yours? What is Armand's? This is your guy who... You could... Well, he wrote some Horse Feathers. Of course, that's Perlman. Uh, well, the acknowledged greatest screenplay ever written, and Kane's two, I believe. Number one's Casablanca. So I mean, you got just the way I that mean, movie is laid out. It's hard to say which one's my I mean, my favorite movie is Adventures of Robin Hood, but I don't think that's my favorite screenplay. I got I Castle Blank. I mean, because go it, I got to go with that one. The the pacing of that script, the which way Blanca, the way the way it's directed, and I think his writing also probably helped Curtis a whole bunch. Well, no, he didn't write that. He didn't write Casablanca. No, no, that was the Epstein twins. So why are we saying Casablanca? Well, is you your asked me which Herman one's the great. J. No, script? oh, I said my favorite of all time. No, what's the... your favorite Herman J. Mankiewicz? I guess it have to be Citizen Kane. I okay, guess. see, I don't. How many great lines in Citizen Kane do you routinely quote? Oh, well, I... yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but he had a lot of lines. But this guy, he he contributed a lot of lines I, that you know people. I understand all through the thirties. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to be hard pressed. To, can you give me a list of his movies? There? Yeah, let's do that. Real hard quick. pressed of what he wrote. He wrote. He, he contributed so many. Um, anyway, he, you know, they, they made apparently to punish him, they made him write a Rin Tin Tin script or something, oh, oh. and he wrote it where like the dog's afraid of a mouse, and he's like dragging a baby into a fire, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kane, Wizard of Oz, Duck yeah. Soup, Duck Well. I don't know, man, I duck soup. Dinner at eight. I, I here's dinner at eight, but that's uh, in a Ferber play. I don't know. That's a, that's a Ferber play. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Monkey business, Mark horse Brothers. feathers, Christmas holiday, Enchanted uh, cottage, uh, last command. That's early. That's so far, I'd have to go with horse feathers. Spanish main. It's a wonderful world. 
Mm, I haven't seen that one. The Pride of St. Louis. He, yeah. he, he wrote two that great was, baseball that, films, that Dan man. Da- no, yeah, he wrote yeah. Pride of the Yankees, yeah. didn't he? Dan Daly. You're That's right. That's a good script. Uh, what else have we got here? The Canary Murder Case. These are some of the early ones. That I think I Warren William was in know. that. I think it was a Philo Dude, Vance movie. Last Squadron. Uh, Lost Squadron. Right? Lost Squadron. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Dragnet. That's probably one you know. I don't know that one. Uh, Sounds like a film noir. I mean, this guy wrote so many movies. Yeah, that goes. And on I think and his on brother's there. Joe. Now, I don't think he's the one that wrote the Telegram. Remember, come out here, don't let this get out. There's 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 millions to be made, and the only competition is idiots. Remember that? He's talking about Hollywood. <laughs> the only that might have been Joe. Is idiots. Yeah. Get out. Don't let this get out. <laughs> he said. It to, I think he sent it to Ben Hecht or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Wild Man of Borneo. How about that? Okay. Well, like I said, they gave him some assignments that he didn't. Well, like. he's a st- he had to crank yeah. as everyone did. He got back the then. Barton Fink kind of had to just script. crank yeah. it out. Well, that's what he was. But great. Wallace Bury pictures. Yeah, it's a wrestling I mean, movie. I mean, maybe a little wrestling with get the out soul and kiss his the- shoe. <laughs> that's my favorite scene. So good. Uh, all right, uh, another good, uh, another good uh, composer. Uh, yes, fifty-three, Sergei Prokofiev. Prokofiev. You say Prokofiev? Of course. Okay. See, I don't know how to do Russian Sergei at all. Prokofiev. It's uh, favorite it's favorite piece that he's recorded. Uh, I like uh, his uh, classical symphony, which is number one, which is in the kind of the uh, fashion of Mozart. Uh, I like uh, Love of Three Oranges, uh, the uh, Montagues and the Capulets. And apparently his piano concerto number two, I believe, is a, one of the toughest of all time. He he wrote some really tough piano concertos, two and three. Um, you know, I, I like yeah, I like Prokofiev. And he, you know, the the big one, I guess, a lot of people, uh, 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 the one they play at Christmas all the time. Uh, it's from uh, Lieutenant Kinjay, I think. Uh, is that on there? You can get. Is what? Da, 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 da. Oh, the Christmas one? Yeah. Oh, no. da, 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 da. You know, uh, I think it's Lieutenant Kinjay. You'll recognize it if you hear it. Going with this one. Sweet. You said it's one of the toughest of all times, right? Well, yeah, they, at the, the second piano concerto, I think, is the tough. I don't hear any piano, Armand. What the hell's going the on? Intro. Go to the third movie. Oh, there, there you go. Now, this guy playing don't look like no. Who is it? The name Yefim Bronfen. Yeah, yeah, Yefim Bronfen. Bronfen? Bronfen, yeah. Bronfen. 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 Yeah, Jewish guy, of course. Yeah, yeah, Y E F I M. I don't like it. Yeah, well, I didn't say it's, it. Was I, I, I said it hard. sounds tough, though. It's Just not one li- of my favorites. hard to listen to. Yeah. My God. Uh, here's a great one 1965. Uh, I'm going to ask the trivia question Pepper Martin. Passes away. Yeah, the great American ball player and manager. What was his nickname? Uh, um, it's one of the great baseball nicknames. See but it's one that gets forgotten a lot. Gas House Gang. He's a member of the Gas yeah, House of course. Gang. Yep. Uh, God. Um, is it from where he was from? Yes. Os- Wild yes. Man of the Osage. Wild Horse Wild of the horse. Osage. Yeah, close. Great name. Uh, who else was on it? Ducky Medwick, the Dean Brothers, yeah, Pepper Paul, Martin, Paul, and uh, yeah, Diz, and Paul, uh, Paul and Jerome, and Jerome, <laughs> Jerome. 
uh, uh, who else? I think Chick Hafey's gone Chick, by that time. Bottomley was gone. Frankie Frisch, Frisch yeah. uh, has been traded. Fordham Flash. Traded from the Giants to the uh, Cardinals by that time for uh, this is 1934. Hornsby. Well, 31, 34. They had to take Medwick off the field in the 34 series because yeah, the Detroit fans were about yeah. to kill him. Uh, yep. Yeah, good they stuff. They wiped him out. Yeah, Good stuff. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Hugo Chavez died in 2013. Good. Good. Excellent. We like that. Yeah, we don't want him coming back. And uh, we hate him. One of the greats. Is, they, is uh, what's his name going to last? Maduro? <sighs> no, because the other guy says he he's uh, he's going to go ahead and assume and just start doing his job. Yeah, but I don't know if that. What does that mean? If military's again, I don't know, man. I, don't I hope know, we don't dude. have to get involved in this. And uh, Did you see, they sent down the you know they sent all those those. Food and stuff down to the people he set on fire. Jesus, these guys are that guy's nuts, man. People are. St- I think the average uh, Venezuelans lost like twenty pounds My or something God. since this guy's been in office. Um, that's, uh, that's socialism horrible. for you. Nineteen Bernie eighty-two. Yeah, I take you to the Chateau Marmont. I don't want to go there. Do you like it? Looks Sunset Boulevard. I know. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. To the, let's go to the bees. Remember that? the killer bees? Oh, the killer. Yeah, that's the best one with Elliot Gould. But I take you, to, I take you to Chateau Marmont, where uh, and I don't know the room number, but John Belushi passes away on this date. Did somebody March else die 5th. there? Oh, lots of people have died at the yeah. Chateau Marmont. Well, it's a place to OD, I guess. Apparently, or that, or the Viper Room. I think what that's where yeah. River Phoenix went. What a waste! Which is really just right around the corner. Yeah, kind of sunset. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite Belushi? Animal House. Of All right. Course. Hey! What's this lying around shit? Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? Ah, uh, now, quick trivia question there. Who That's was, Doug Kenny. That is Doug Kenny. How did he die? Uh, some people think he was murdered nah. by being pushed off a cliff. Yeah, they, they think, you know what the other guy said? You know what uh, P.J. O'Rourke, one of the guys said? He probably fell off looking for a place to jump. Because <laughs> guy was always depressed. Yeah, is that great? <laughs> He's a fuck. All right, yeah, back to, back to John. Over, man. Wormer dropped the big one. What? Over? This is Ocho, man. Did you say stuff. over? Absolutely. Nothing is over Exit until move. we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it. He's rolling. <laughs> and it ain't over now. True. Because when the going gets tough. Comedic pause is coming. The tough get going. Two full. Two beats. Two full beats. He waits to deliver that. What the fuck happened? Yeah, this is even better. A shot. Yes, not edited. They the camera lets him walk. This is is it Landis who did this? I would think. What the yeah, fuck man. happened to the Delta? I used to know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right, Jim. That's right, just, Pluto. They just, they never, they the never guts? turned away. Huh? I read somewhere where he smashed that guitar. That was ad-libbed. I don't yes. know about Yeah, that's that's pretty yes. wild. Uh, there, I think there were two ad-libs. <laughs> one was the guitar smash. And the mustard. And the or, mustard. Yeah, that one I, yeah, I could yeah. see. Now, the bottle one is not and because I, they had to give him one of those candied yeah, right, bottles to break. But the, how about the, but I think in the, uh, but when the he line. Pour, when how about he pours the, li- the mustard. Yeah, but how about the line at the, uh, where he's eating the jello and all that? Supposedly, oh, no, not that. Guess uh, what I am? That's it. Yeah. He supposedly, that was, that was all. Nobody knew what the hell he was going to do. I don't know about that one, but have you read that before? I've read that too. Not read that one before. Yeah, that he did that. Nobody knew what the hell he was going to do. That's what I laughing. will tell you, if you do watch that scene, Kevin Bacon, who was in that scene, yeah. looks pretty damn scared. 
Yeah. Like, as, what, as anybody should have been. What am I? Yeah, what am I now? Remember this Belushi bit. Uh, eggs, couple of eggs. <laughs> Egg, thinking, eggs. Oh. Couple of eggs. And over lightly with sausage. <laughs> Cafe. Cafe? No, 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 it's cheese like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. When is breakfast? No, no breakfast. No breakfast? Nope. All right, I just want a couple of eggs. No breakfast. Cheese like huh? <laughs> I don't want a cheeseburger. Come on, come on, come on, don't give me that. Come on, let's go, let's go. We gotta have thermal. We want a cheeseburger? Come on, everybody got a cheeseburger. You want a cheeseburger? Come on, cheeseburger? I, I, I don't want a cheeseburger. It's too early for a cheeseburger. Too early for a cheeseburger? Lose the guy Look. at the counter? Cheeseburger, Robert Klein was good as uh, the director in Hooper. Remember? Oh, he was. Well, Roger, as usual, you're wrong. Socked him right in the face. How much for the little girl? The women. How much for the women? What? Your women. I, I, I want to buy your women, the little girl. Your daughters, sell them to me. Sell me your children. Mater D. What's that from? Blues Brothers. Oh, wasn't that? They're at the I, fancy restaurant. I never got. I never thought that was funny. Well, okay. In Blues Brothers, though, Belushi's humor is much more. Yeah. What? F- sort of physical and facial. Where in, in Animal House they give them lines, but yeah, like the mustard scene. I mean. Well, hey, John, do something thought, here. I thought, I thought, Pours mustard on his toga. I thought 1941 was funnier in Blues Brothers, but that was a big flop. It was a box office flop. Yeah. But Wild I will Bill tell Kelso. you this. If you go back and watch the scenes where Belushi is in, it's pretty funny. That's what I'm saying. I like now, it better. Here's what I don't think is funny. I've never understood Neighbors to this day. Mm, or I even seen it. Continental Divide. Yeah, that was that wasn't any good. Yeah. I don't know what what's yeah I don't know why he took those scripts or whatever. But how's like the the lucky guy's his brother? Oh man, that guy Jim. Yeah, boy, he you got by on him, didn't getting, he? Getting a ride on a coattail. Jeez, I wish I had a brother. John Belushi at one point, best selling album on the number one TV show and number one box office. Oh, he's a funny guy. I mean, I that, remember, you are going to be hard pressed to find. Was he on the cover of Times? Or just not not just another pretty face. <laughs> Remember that? He looked like he's ugly as hell. Fat, big nose. Yeah, Was that time? He was on the cover know. of something. New it sounds week. like something Rolling Stone yeah, would have done. Maybe. But yeah, too bad. What a waste. These guys, man. They're doing the drugs. Well, I, but see, that's the thing. Don't do Doesn't drugs. it seem like at the beginning of every decade, a couple of big musicians or big comedians... Yeah, but I mean, I, musicians, get, you expect it. You know? that's, that's like part of the deal, you know, to create or whatever. Comedians... Come on, man. Why do they do drugs? I don't know. You know, like poets, I can see that. Not that he wasn't creative, but you know, like Buster pressure Keaton, to be Charlie cr- Chaplin. Pressure to be creative. Although those are big Buster Keaton was a big boozer. So. Well, don't you think those guys were on some form of drug? Well, Stan Laurel wasn't. Okay. Drinking. You gonna Keaton, go see Keaton the new well, Laurel? Stan... You gonna go see the new Laurel? When's that on come out? I don't know. I, I saw another preview. Yeah. You know, you know. I guess Stan had a little drinking problem too, but not like Buster. Buster. I don't know. It's hard you wanna romanticize someone right when they're gone i could see belushi going one of two ways as the rest of the 80s occurred he could have been very countercultural, right and then sort of done the bill murray thing where bill murray kind of went away and now he's come back as a he's, cultural icon to millennials is he oh gosh 
I thought he kind of absolutely. Been, but he did more like serious stuff. You well, know? he has. Yeah, he has. Kind of reinvented himself. But there's a documentary about Bill. I've Ackroyd too. You know well, I mean? see, Ack and Ack, yeah, you know, but or I could have seen it gotten going into that weird Chevy Chase territory where after after know. the good ones like Vacation and Fletch and it just goes real off the rails well, real a, man, quick. He's a train wreck. Have you seen him lately? Yes. I didn't recognize him. Oh, he's okay. swollen up, baby. Tumescent. Yes. Dropsicle. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's his problem. I mean, something got to be wrong with him. That's not know. normal. I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, too bad. But, man, especially Belushi when cable TV would have came about, even more so, because in 1982 it's basically still in its infancy. Yes. But, Lord, I mean, and the Blues Brothers could have toured any time they wanted with that act. Oh, yeah. My and buddy, sold out arenas. My buddy made a living off that, imitating him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. Yeah. He's still doing it. Because there's only one ago. rocket. I, I, I talk, uh, Brian Kroc here, who does a show called Follow the Sound here yeah. at lineupmedia.fm. There's one touring band today that is a real rhythm and blues review type of band. And they're called, uh, it's Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, who when you go to one of their shows, you're like, ah, this is what the Blues Brothers would have looked like if they kept doing it. Well, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that movie. I don't know. It's, too, it's more musical than comedy. Well, it is a musical. Yeah, That's... I know. That's, I don't want that. I want comedy. Well, there's comedy. They're on a mission from God. I gave my love a cherry. <laughs> That's the only music I want to hear. And then I want to see, gotta, the, I wanna see a guitar you get smashed. When he, the first time you saw Belushi grab that guitar. Yeah. And then that 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 turn of the head. and oh, Sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> We've all wanted to do that. <laughs> You know, it's like any party guy shows up with a guitar. I want to smash it over his head. He yes, he is the guy who gets away with what we'd all like to yeah, get away right. with. I'd love to do that, including uh, driving off with the the good looking girl at the end. Yeah, and of course laid. he becomes a United States senator. Right, and I think he deserved it. <laughs> we need more guys like him in the Senate. Okay, well, Senator Blutarski, the gynecologist Otter. Uh, that'll do it for March 5th, folks. Armand, thank you, my man. Right. Brian Crocker, producer, thank you. Don't forget, tune in uh, again. Uh, our next new show will be on March 7th. March 7th is a date we have not yet covered yet, so tune in then. In the meantime, check out all the other great shows on lineupmedia.fm. Go to lineupmedia.fm or uh, search through Apple, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, those podcast outlets. It's all there for you. So, Till March 7th, we'll be here to tell you about it when it rolls around. Thanks for tuning in to This Day in History. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 